citizens, it has come to the attention of my benevolent administration that the annual political party conferences are happening in the UK at this very time. This will be instrumental in my rise to world dominion. At each of the UK's major party conferences, my loyal agents will take control of the audio-visual control desks and flash split-second subliminal messages on the large stage projection screens as the party leaders are making their rallying speeches. At the Conservative Party conference, it will say, David Cameron trashed pubs and restaurants with the Bullington Club. At the Labour Party conference, it will read, Eat at Joe's Burger Man, Brighton. Supplier of bacon sandwiches to Ed Miliband. Nigel Farage be booed off stage as a message. I'm rather partial to a Cinzano and lemonade will be flashed up at the UKIP conference. Finally, leader of the Lib Dems will have the coup de grace delivered as who is this Nick Clegg anyway? Because into being behind him. Disillusioned, voters will flock to me for answers, and I'll give it to them. Here endeth my address. <laughs> Welcome, dear listeners, one and all, to this, the latest Staggering Stories podcast. I'm Crumbly. I'm Fake Keith. I'm Adam. I'm Master Man. And I, at last, am the real Keith Dunn. At last? At yeah, last. Yeah, because I, I wasn't last week or last podcast. I was merely Keith. All this text has really gone fast better. <laughs> because you weren't here. So oh, we were ill last week. week. We weren't very well, were we? Yeah. I like the way you rolled your R's. <laughs> Real. What is what? Real. His arms. Mm. Arms. <laughs> You've been looking again. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm not for this party political bollocks. <laughs> Sorry. Just slipped out. It slipped out. <laughs> Too many jokes. <laughs> yes. We have the news with El Presidente. Woo! And, and the rest the of the music. Us. La 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 la. music. We oh. have no genes. Doctor Who thinking. news. Oh. Oh. Sorry, let's say that again because you were slapping actually, your st- lips over actually, the top I of me. I started talking and then you. Yes, cut but you me had off. no right to well, say Well, I was trying to explain where Jean was. Nobody cares. Jean's <laughs> got a cold. She's a bit poorly sick. Yeah. Oh, bless. And actually, she's quite poorly sick. There was snot and. You bogeys. know, bogeys and wheezing. snoring. Yeah. <laughs> At the moment, she's on the mead liqueur. That should uh, burn it out mm, of her. Yeah. But where's Adam going to get that night's restless non-sleep back? <laughs> he slept in the bathroom. I did. With a spider and a rinsed-out snot rag. Yeah. Oh, and actually, no rubber duck. And no, no rubber duck. It, it sounds like he just laid there awake. <laughs> Cold up There's commitment. In the I'm definitely not going to lay next to Gene. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. What a cretin. <laughs> Doctor Who news. Hey. Doctor Who experience reopening on the 24th of October. Woo-hoo. Set your space-time capsules for Cardiff on the 24th of October 2014 if you want to be there for the grand reopening of the Doctor Who experience. It has been closed since September to regenerate from Matt Smith's tenure into Peter Capaldi's, including the crucial P. 
pre-recorded <laughs> walkthrough adventure. That section was already very dated, based on the Pandorica from 2010, the Pond-era console room, and the 11th Doctor talking about Amy and Rory as if they were still around. A common wish, of course. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Common wish? I believe it is. I believe it is. Common wish. Rory. <laughs> the new 12th Doctor version of that exclusive adventure has been written by Joe Lister and directed by Doctor Who director Paul Wilmshurst. No doubt this time they will limit discussion of the current series and companions so as not to have similar problems a year or two down the line. Smells like a place in Berkshire, mm. Wilmshurst. We can also expect many props and costumes from the recent episode in the exhibition section. Tickets will go on sale on the 7th of October. What's mm. tomorrow? There, Cardiff? There yeah, is, we must. We must. There is a YouTube teaser trailer. Out there, I saw that. Yes. Is this the interactive bit? I think it's the interactive bit because you have Capaldi in various console rooms. And yeah. does he just look at the camera and abuse us? Uh, Pretty I, much. Do. There wasn't any. Maybe himself too. Be careful. After after hours show. <laughs> there was just music, but he was waving his ha- hands around, reciting dialogue, but you couldn't hear the dialogue. Ah, okay. it's, it's less than a so minute. So we, we get to go to Cardiff and be abused by the Doctor. Yes, awesome. <laughs> I haven't wanted that since 1982. <laughs> I don't know why it had to be Cardiff. I just thought it was an out-of-the-way spot. <laughs> With his well, now's your chance. Also, she's another mm. cat, oh, maybe, exactly. so he feels like... <laughs> his hand up, yeah. yeah. Don't go about the goats. And new Ooh. props as well. Mm. Mm. There were lots ones. of goats at Avebury, and they pooed everywhere. They, they did, even, even on... Lots of poo. <laughs> even on Jean's umbrella, because I dropped it. They pooed on Jean's oh, umbrella. Oh, oh, no! I did try to clean Either it. Either that was very big birds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyway. Jerry Anderson. Dead. <laughs> oh, <He> sorry. Kickstart his resurrection. Ah. Puppet master Jerry Anderson may be dead as a doorknob, Adam. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it seems at least one of his ideas isn't. Firestorm is to be crowdfunded into ultra marination. Ultra marination. It's, it's the next stage up from super It's actors pretending to be puppets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Back in 2003, Jerry Anderson... Stop pretending to be a puppet! <laughs> Back in 2003, Jerry Anderson's Firestorm series was originally produced in anime form in Japan. Hmm. Now Anderson's son, <laughs> Jamie Anderson... <laughs> you interested yourself! <laughs> so definitely go blind. <laughs> No, so when it's yeah, in anime it's form... the way that... your head cocked to the side. <laughs> no, so when I said anime form, I was just thinking what form it was. That's all really. <laughs> now and... I love you. <laughs> now Anderson's son, Jamie Anderson, is bringing it all back by teaming up with such luminaries as Steve Begg, a award-winning effect supervisor on the likes of Casino Royale, Skyfall and Batman Begins. Mike Tucker, award-winning model effects artist on such programmes as Red Dwarf and Doctor Who. Never heard of it. Including the Day of the Doctor. Visual consultant Michael Okuda. Racist. <laughs> I'll say it again. Visual consultant Michael Okuda. Racist. <laughs> You're going to get such a vicious Chinese burning. <laughs> Best known. <laughs> going to be one of those nights. Best known for his work on the Star Trek franchise, voice artists Nick Tate, Alan Carter in Space 1999, and somebody called Nick Briggs. Uh-huh. The Kickstarter project is only a couple of days in, as we record this, and already they've passed their project goal. Hmm. 
but there are many stretch goals yet to conquer. Ultimately, to take the proposed 5-8 to eight minute, minute minisode into a full 45-minute pilot. The hope is then to find industry backers to take it to a full series. Hmm. If you like your action heroes to be wooden, the effects, <laughs> <laughs> the effects to be practical, the sets to be physical, this may just be the project for you. Yeah, mm. Excellent. And talking of wooden... Shat! Shat! Ready to cook up his life some more. <laughs> Is this the real life? Stop it! <laughs> I thought that was Prince Charles. <laughs> William Shatner may be best known for his incredible musical talent. You've been lying again, haven't you? <laughs> bon viveur, man about town, singer, writer, raconteur. eater. <laughs> his incredible musical talents these days, but believe it or not, once upon a time he had a role in Star Trek. Really? Mm. Playing mm. an earlier incarnation <clears throat> of none other than Chris Pine's character, Captain Jack. James T. Kirk. Ooh. What's more, he might just be back in that role in the new Star Trek film. Oh, no. oh dear. <laughs> it's going to go to his head or mm. his wig. News yeah. has oozed <laughs> out of Shatner's possible... Out of his what? <laughs> out of Shatner's well, is possible <laughs> involvement. <laughs> Which suggests that you know for it. <laughs> I was going to say it was his age. Freudian <laughs> <laughs> slip there. Crumbly loves Shat. <laughs> Shatner and Crumbly sitting, sitting in a tree. <laughs> yeah. It's possibly the best sentence I've ever seen in the news. Start the oozed sentence shall, again. Shall. News has oozed out of Shatner's possible involvement, which suggests that the 83-year-old bloke. <laughs> maybe teaming up with Leonard Nimoy. He's Nimoy. an actor, you know. Yes, mm. who has already appeared in previous two rebooted films as Old Spock. Mm. <laughs> it's a type of whiskey, <laughs> <laughs> or a dog. Old I was Spock. Thinking, I was thinking more. He gets you know, blown away by his own Spock. <laughs> he gets rabies. Spock. He has gone <laughs> where the good dogs go. go. <laughs> no more with Old Spock Fucking will I roam. <laughs> But uh-huh. if dogs have a heaven, that's one thing <laughs> I know. That's where old, old Spock has would. a wonderful home. <laughs> <clears throat> Talking about it at the recent Wizard World Nashville Comic Con, the Shat said, They might want Leonard and myself in it, but I'd love to do it. But how do you get me 50 years later into the movie? I mean, how do you rationalize it? I know it's science fiction, but even I couldn't come up with an idea. Are they gradually just going to get them all into the Star Trek films then? Mm, well, that's when they wow, the ones are alive. Well, yeah. <laughs> Star Trek 10, or Star Trek 4, will be with the Ouija board. Oh, right, yeah, okay. yeah. Is that E-Bones? <laughs> Community. Shirley, no more. Oh, the US sitcom that just won't accept cancellation, com- <laughs> Community, has against all the odds made its sixth season. But there is another character that won't get that far, Shirley Bennett. <laughs> Sadly, actress Yvette Nicole Brown has asked to be released from her contract Ooh. for personal reasons. 
She told TV Guide, My dad needs daily care and he needs me. The idea of being away 16 hours a day for five months, I couldn't do it. It was a difficult decision for me to make, but I had to choose my dad. I'm still community's biggest fan and I still live tweet episodes. I don't want the fans to worry. It's going to be fine. Greendale is the heart of the show, not particularly any character. Even if the characters come and go... The heart of Greendale remains. <laughs> Community will be back sometime in 2015 for 13 new episodes. Now via the Yoo-Ho... The Yoo-Ho... The Yahoo screen online channel. It's like what fake, fake Crumbly said to me before I left today. So I'll enjoy your cod pass tonight. I like Shirley. She's vaguely psychotic. <laughs> no, 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 no. The um. Oh, Christ, even the name of the film's gone out of the head now. It's nearly a fiftieth. Take a break while Real Keith discovers his brain. Hello, brain. Maggie Stables dead. Big Finish Doctor Who companion actress Maggie Stables has died after a long illness. Oh. Mm. Stables mm. played the first original Big Finish companion, Evelyn Smythe, to Colin Baker's Sixth Doctor for 20 audio adventures. What's that? Yeah. As she was in the first Big Finish, wasn't she? The first Doctor Who. She, she was. was. She was. Time. time, yeah. Not as... Not as, as uh, she was some sort, Evelyn, of, some sort of bat lady, wasn't yeah. she? Ah, Sancroft! Sancroft! Yeah, can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Nick Briggs said of her... Evelyn Smythe made Doctor Who history, the first, dare I say it, elderly companion of the Doctors. Maggie was superb in the role and she and her Doctor, Colin Baker, immediately hit it off. And even though Maggie appeared in two final adventures for Evelyn, it was always our intention to continue working with her. Such is the advantage of time travel. I was very pleased to welcome her back for another trilogy in 2011. Unfortunately, my favourite Maggie anecdotes are far too naughty to repeat here. Suffice it is to say, she had a very saucy laugh and a twinkle in her eye. The Colin Baker himself said of the news. Devastated to hear about doing Maggie Stables. Lovely, generous, kind, wise lady. And her Evelyn was the definitive companion of old 60. Oh, kicking the boobs for Nicola Bryant, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> She'll survive, they're yeah. big. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> boot point. <laughs> Any addendums? Um, I think we have one addendum. I have, I have an addendum. Go for it, Crumbly. Um, right. Because I share this fair domicile with our dear leader, El Presidente, over there. Me, mash and potato and ketchup, you're born him. Um, yes, he had booked, um, the two air dryers, yeah, for the week. Yeah, two air dryers, laundry on. Air dryers. Air dryers. Airers. Clothes airers. Oh, right. Yes, um, I just thought, oh, I'll go and, yeah, I mean, my washing was pile up and, yeah, piling up, so I thought, oh, I'll go and buy a sort of spare one, just in case. So I popped into a local hardware store, and these... <laughs> oh, it's going somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I did one. Right. Okay. <laughs> and, no word of a lie, they had these things called X-Wing Airers. <laughs> yeah. Did you buy one? Yes, I did. <laughs> awesome. Well, bring it up. Any more addendums, anyone? No. No. Do think so? No. Nope. <sighs> And that's the end of the news. Phew! Oh, <laughs> right, we've been watching television again. Yes, we, we have. have. We've Sitting been watching Doctor Who. Pause for music. Ah! 
My first stop's the caretaker. First yep. stop's the yep. caretaker. Gaz Roberts. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Which was... Why did you look at me whilst... <laughs> <laughs> he just wanted to share his sneeze. The caretaker was, quite frankly, in my opinion, the best episode of the season so far. Wow, okay. I think it was also my favourite Gareth Roberts so far. Yeah, and yep, he's done yep. some good stuff. Yep. And no, this one, I just loved it. It felt like proper Doctor Who again. Yep. Maybe not my favourite, but it was it was entertaining. <clears throat> I enjoyed it. It was nice to have a bit more of Danny Pink in it. Yeah. Had yes. a couple of episodes. Did you notice he could suddenly do somersaults? He yes. did, yeah. yeah that, was yeah. that was a little bit dr- um, far-reached, that bit. The fact that he dodged the nasty robot was the, fine, the he's a soldier yeah. and his senses are on full alert. Well, <clears throat> see, the Doctor did keep saying he was a PE teacher. Yeah, yeah. I know. clearly. It can be so hurtful. I know. <laughs> and there seems to be an anti-Courtney um, brigade out there. I think she's wonderful. Oh, I certainly haven't got a problem with Courtney. She's 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 great. Yeah. Talking to Brigadier. What the hell? <laughs> she's the <laughs> first <laughs> person I've seen puking the TARDIS. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I thought she could Speech. be a bit annoying at times. But... She's 15. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Can you compare her it, oh, to yeah. the, the two said... kids in Nightmare yeah. and Silver? Oh, well, yeah. 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 We're on a different level of annoying. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't quite so pleased with her in this story as in a future one. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's okay. She's no, okay I, I like her. She, she, she gets better. Yeah, I, do, I, I did the, to a certain extent, recognising kindred spirits. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Disruptive yes. influence. Are you really a disruptive influence? Yes, so am I. Welcome. <laughs> well, yeah. well, yeah. well, 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 that's the implication, yeah. 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 And uh, I thought Capaldi was great in it as well, try, trying to do the undercover bit. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, not yeah, the yeah. 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 The and Wise lab coat, the tea-stained... He could tell that Clara wasn't pleased about it, so every time she stepped up to speak to him, oh, armed himself with the broom. <laughs> well, Dirty Ed. In, in the teaser, when he was introduced, it's the look on her face. Yeah. I'm going to kill you where you stand. Yeah. He's encroaching her space. That's it. Even though Frank is his face. Do you get the idea that the doctor is slightly jealous of Mr. Pink? Well, I think that's why he's been an arse to him. He's not so much jealous. He's, um, He's just, like, like they said, he doesn't think sh- he's good enough for her and he mm-hmm. has to prove yeah. himself. Yeah, I don't, I don't, like episode, exactly. I don't yeah. think it's necessarily jealous. I think it's more to the fact that the Doctor is the alpha male. He's got to be the centre of attention. Mm, yeah. And he seems and to be anti-soldiers at the moment yeah. as well. Yeah. Mm. We have at the, yeah. at the anti-soldier aspect of him. Mm. Yeah, it's been there since the beginning, really, or certainly into the Dalek. Yeah. Mm. Shame Nicholas Courtney isn't around, because he was a maths teacher. If he'd yeah, been there, he would have put the Doctor straight. <laughs> <laughs> and it was that, um, the argument they had when um, Danny kept calling him Sir and standing mm. to the wall, that was, that was, that was, that quite, was nasty. Yeah. That was quite uncomfortable. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I thought it should have been, but that was stags it, butting it was, heads. Yeah, it was mm. getting uncomfortable. I they should have just walked them out and measured and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> been done with it. That whole argument, <clears throat> I loved it. Just the shock on the doctor's face when he's having a go at him, going, "Sir, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> answer me back in my TARDIS." What did we think of the roboty thingy? The, the yeah, spider Dalek. Uh, that was a wonderful design. Uh, a yeah, balloon I, just I, I fell thought... on your head. It was definitely filmed correctly, wasn't it? Oh, it could God, have looked. Yeah. Oh, the looked fact that it had shoddy. little legs, yeah, little yeah. kind crab, of crab-like legs. Yeah. It, it reminded me of those uh, d- Daleks that they designed. The spider for the, Daleks. Yeah, the spider mm. Daleks that they designed spider for the Dalek. McGann film. Yeah, for the McGann. Mm. Ah. McGann yeah, film. they were going to give them legs. <clears throat> Something a little fake about the the finish of it. Mm. Looked a bit. 
not metal, plasticky. Or something. Yeah, it didn't it look a bit Sarah Jane Adventures. It style. didn't look frightening enough to me, but well, it, it didn't matter. It wasn't really about that. Not, not only that, it wasn't the, the the central drive of the story. The central no. drive was was uh, Danny and the Doctor's relationship. Mm, well, yeah. You, the you only thing you need to off. remember about the monster was, like all good monsters, it can't shoot straight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And it does sort of hark back to school reunion with Sarah Jane, anyway, because that was all set in a school, Doctor yeah. undercover. Mm. So maybe you got that feel as well, on top of everything else. Maybe, but there you had a bit more of a villain in in uh, Tony Head. Here we didn't really have that. It was it was about Clara, yeah, Danny, and the Doctor. That yeah. triangle, if you yeah. call it that. So what do we think of this? Um, I'm sure you all read it. People accusing the show of be that particular episode of being racist because racist? of the two kids. Yeah, oh, the, the two yeah, kids the who were playing yeah. true and just happened to be black. I think I don't the know. biggest I mean, load of bollocks uh, ever. Yeah, I think people, yeah. are, people are choosing little things to be offended by. And mm. is there, if, maybe if I were black, I'd see it differently. But yeah, and I, I mean, can't see it myself. I, yeah, I, but you know, you can't. You got you got Danny. You've got Courtney. You know, yeah, they're both yeah. really yeah. strong characters. Yeah. And yeah. Courtney's yeah. the only non-companion that is taken for a, a quick trip out to see the stars. Yeah, but even she's. Uh, shown as a troublemaker. Well, she is. Mm. She's fifteen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that is shown in quite a good light. Mm. She, yeah. she is. But perhaps this the is doctor. the thing. Perhaps yeah. she's a trouble. She's clearly intelligent. School's not challenging yeah, her. Yeah. He's mm. taken her out to see these marvels, and perhaps we're going to see her in twenty years, and she's going to be some scientist or astronaut or President engineer. Yeah, exactly. Something yeah. Mm. because well, yeah. of what he's I done. Actually, uh, it's next next episode. I won't yeah. say yeah. I don't know if he yeah. was joking when he said that. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah. Better we get to that. But also, <laughs> London is multicultural anyway, yeah. and that particular yeah. area where Colville's yeah. set, <clears throat> that might be appropriate. It just it strikes does, yeah, me as I an odd so. thing to it. decide to pick I, on. If the mm. two boys had been white, would they also still be shouting, oh, that's racist, because that part of London has a largely um, multicultural feel to it? Yeah. So, you know, it's... I well, know. I should say, I mean, they're just well picking holes in it. It's like um, the first episode, where um, the supposed gay kiss maybe it's because it was a white copper Deep breath. Yeah, deep breath. Oh, oh god. The, yeah. the, to- the totally unnecessary well, exchanging of air. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Ian. Well, I've heard yeah, Ian's a bit of a girl. <laughs> so Speaking of which, Ian's does anyone else kind of possibly hope that William Russell might? You know, yes, we want before him to the turn end of this up. season because I've worked it out. No I know way. in the Sarah Jane Adventures they said um, it was stated that they'd never aged, yeah. mm-hmm. but I like it does just because they haven't aged doesn't mean they're immortal. Right. And no. I like the idea that something's happened to Barbara. She's popped her clogs off. She's gone, and so Ian has made a conscious decision to age. Don't know how he would have done it, but this is Doctor Who, so anything mm. can happen. So he's suddenly <laughs> caught up with how old he should be. I, I missed that bit on the, the not ageing. Where, where was that? Oh, Joe Grant speaking to Sarah said that there's these two school teachers in Coal Hill who haven't oh, aged a day right. since. Oh, oh, yeah. uh, a Dorothy for a charitable earth. Yeah, they go through yeah. a lot of the companions who were left on earth. Yeah. Uh, somewhat contemporary time. I just think it'd be wonderful for him to be in it. It would. It would. I'd love Especially as his yeah, name keeps love. appearing on the um, the board, you yeah. know. Yeah, and, and he was <clears> one of the <throat> first companions, wasn't he? Well, yeah, besides Susan... Yeah, yeah. He, mm, he was the first as human into the TARDIS. Yeah. Yeah. As long yeah. as Barbara doesn't have a still, still have that scary yeah. beehive hairdo. I, <laughs> I think it was Gareth Roberts who, uh, who co-wrote this one. Yeah. I think he did address that. He yeah. did say at one time they were thinking about yeah, it. They were mm. thinking about oh. it. And but they thought it actually deserves a, a full yeah. episode There is still a possibility. Not like a little cameo, yeah. No, it didn't seem right to a cameo. He could turn up. Because he's still clearly got all his marbles and his... 
Oh yeah, completely compass mentor. Yeah. He was yeah. in um, Adventure in what's it, Space yeah. and Time, or whatever uh, it's called. A bit hard of hearing nowadays, but yeah. Uh, he's, he's, Sorry? I've listened to some of his audiobooks and he's brilliant. He is yeah. my favourite reader of the audiobooks. It's William Russell. He's got mm. a granddaddy voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he, he can still jump into younger Ian Chesterton really easily. Can't we all? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not Keith. Well, no. His knees mm. wouldn't take it. <laughs> but you're a granddad as well, so you have a granddaddy voice. <laughs> See? <laughs> An I evil, liked... pervy granddad. <laughs> I liked... Um, and he doesn't smell funny. Clara's reaction to when they were talking. Sort of creeping closely, agreeing to stuff that she would never agree to normally. Yeah. Oh, yes. You know, we need Just someone, to get people we need out someone the way on, to on the trombone the on, the st- yeah. on the fate. Yeah, I'll do anything. Oh, anything. yeah, yeah. I, I love, in the same respect, where the doctor's sort of following Clara and the teacher down the corridor, listening to their conversation. But getting totally the wrong end of oh, the stage. Yeah. Yeah. Adrian was the, the boyfriend. The little That's Matt it. Smith lookalike. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the one that was in Day of the Doctor right at the beginning? No. No? no? no, no Different no. one? He hasn't reappeared that, Jeff. Oh, OK. What are we... Th- I see, Missy. Yeah. I first I thought... Mm. We yeah. had this, this theory that um, every everyone who ends up before... Missy is people that the doctors totally failed to say for one way, one reason or another. Yeah. And then we've got the police officer who the doctor never met, and he still ended up there, although he didn't end up in front of Missy. She yeah. wasn't available yeah. to see him. He ended up in front of one of his accomplices, but he was killed because the Blitzkrieg was following the Archon energy that was in the area. Yeah, but that's kind of like saying you're blaming Henry Ford for someone being killed in a car accident. Yeah. Yeah. Depends, How depends, far back do you go? Well, th- this mm. is it. There's, uh, there's um, The Archon energy was there because the Doctor was there. Mm. The Archon energy was there because the Daleks were there, which was following the Doctor. The Archon energy was there because the Cybermen was there <laughs> yeah. following yeah. the Doctor. But still, that's not yeah. the Doctor's fault. Uh, it's, 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 it's a case of if yeah. he... It's, he it get, it's, the, it's the principle for um, um, children of blood, uh, family of blood. Hmm. If the doctor would have chosen anywhere else to go, would this, uh, all these killings have happened? Yeah, but I see. I find that very hard to to agree with because you could say that about anything. If I go to work on Wednesday and tread on an ant and the person behind me slips over on the goo and cracks their head open. <laughs> is it is it my fault? It was a very big ant. Is it my fault that that, that person's in hospital? Also, no. well, we're harking back to the butterfly effect here. Exactly. So. Also, the Blitzkrieg could have gone anywhere in London and could have picked up Archer on energy. Yeah, I was going to say, because the doctor... It's well, not the he's only. He's been all over London. Yeah, it's not the only places. place in yeah, London. he's been all over London, but we don't know how long before the series started he was at Coal Hill School. Well, so in Totter's Lane, he was implied to be there for months. Yeah. 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 But anyway, I think the fact that he didn't get into Missy's room is important. Mm. I think only people who have sacrificed themselves for the doctor, for the doctor yeah. end up mm. in that room. And we've not seen anybody else do that yet. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You see people die because of the doctor in other yeah. ways, but yeah. they yeah. aren't allowed into that room. They go to see it's one of our underlings. Yeah. Does anyone have any theor- new theories about what it could be? What, Missy? Well, we've got mm. a new name. The Nether Sphere. Mm. Sounds like another name for a bottom, sphere. doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Turn out it's been called Heaven and the Promised Land, yeah. which could be fairly generic. Mm. But the Nether Sphere sounds more like a title. Is, of, yeah, yeah. It seems to mm. my mind to be a specific realm or a, con- or a construct. Yeah, it's mm. certainly nothing 
that can be drawn from mythology, which promised land and heaven could be. Yeah. But the, the policeman did get a chance to look through the blinds, didn't he? And he yes. did. Yeah. Yeah. We did see. Let us see. Let us see. Interesting. I don't know. Chris Anderson, who, uh, of course, worked with Capaldi on the Thick of It. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he's the one who got... Poor lad, Ollie. he got effed, and effed at so much and he looked like <laughs> yeah. he was going to cry. It's, it's also specifically the ones that uh, Missy intervenes with directly are in a garden, while this police officer... Was in a plain... Mm. Was in a plain white, white corridor yeah. with uh, blinds. Yeah, a yeah. corridor that is yearning to be run up and down. <laughs> Definitely. Mm. It's like a very Str- long, infinite yeah, corridor. Yeah, yeah. Into oh, yeah. 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 Some people that. suggested that maybe it's... Uh, big sphere they're on the inside of a sphere yeah like a dyson sphere or something like that mm-hmm. so if you look very carefully you might see it curve up That's slightly curve, yeah. or it could just be the inside of a tardis maybe <gasps> who knows gosh maybe. it's going to be exciting finding out mm, who knows Got the stuff of interest there the motto of the school yes spirit uh, of adventure thought up by ian yeah it goes back to uh it's all been a great early spirit first of adventure hasn't yeah. it yeah exactly reign of terror isn't it Okay. <laughs> That's Courtney's motto. <laughs> the sensorites. Oh, the sensorites. Also, I liked Danny's reaction to finding out He's a mm, about yes. the doctor yeah. and that and all. He's your space dad. And all that. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? We're the same age. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. he freaked out for a moment and then he was with it straight away. Well, he's a soldier. He? He's trained to yeah. react to situations. Yeah. Then he was wanting to deal to with, it. Side, yeah. just on with it. And he wanted to protect Clara. Yeah. yeah. He was quite yeah. a badass, really, wasn't he? portentous uh, thing at the end. If about, he goes too far, yeah. you have to tell me. Which was implying that basically Doc's going to get her killed or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. I still think that's going to happen. Maybe. Maybe. Again, we're... There's a bit more than the next episode about this, which I think weakens it. But we shall see. Maybe that isn't the final end of it. Yes. It's a different take on uh, boyfriends than we've had before. It's yeah. different yeah. to Rory, different to Mickey. Mm. Yeah. Well, he, Mickey feels a bit more real yeah. by either of those two, in a way. Well, and he's emotionally scarred as well. Yes. We're still yet to find out what that's yes. about. Well, po- well, it's obviously po- post-traumatic stress disorder. To a certain mm. extent, yes, but what... I think mm, he's, he's, he's blown away a kid. Mm, lady Killer is the name they gave him in the, uh, the second episode. Yeah. Oh God, he doesn't kill Clara, does he? That'd be awesome. Know, maybe. In a mm. terribly tragic kind of way. <laughs> now the implication is that somehow he was ordered to do something which, which killed him. Which, yeah, yeah. which he didn't yeah. want to do. Didn't which like is why he has no him. respect for officers anymore. Yeah. Mm. He won't take orders blindly as he thinks that Clara's doing with the Doctor. Yeah. Liked the invisibility watch, even <laughs> though, you know, where the hell's it been for the last 50 years? <laughs> yeah, and why haven't we seen it since? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm, shades of Harry Potter there with the invisibility, invisibility cloak. Invisibility cloak. Yeah. Yes. yes. But what I liked about that scene is the Doctor immediately sensed. Yeah. Or the TARDIS well, told but him. pretty quickly. Yeah. 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 So he sensed, virtually immediately, sensed that something was off. And the fact that yeah. Danny knew as well yeah. you know he d- doesn't know what he's like he could it could have been perfectly normal reaction yeah but he knew he'd been spotted yes and what happened to the invisibility watch well Courtney had got it. it we never saw him mm, take it off exactly <laughs> mm, seeking around the no <laughs> <laughs> now I liked I also liked Courtney's parents oh, yeah. we didn't get the fact much, that they actually yeah. showed up at parents evening yeah, is more surprising. than some parents mm. do mm, yeah. and the fact that what was it the line so you're saying she's a complete disruption yeah, yeah, she, yes yeah. well last year you just said she was disruptive so this is an improvement yeah, it was very disruptive <laughs> yeah. now just be 
weird disruptive yeah. yeah. But they did only appear to be two teachers and the headmaster at that. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> very small, very small a massive secondary evening. school. Yeah. <laughs> or perhaps that was just the Courtney's parents' room. Maybe. Yes, maybe. <laughs> yeah, but good one. And I, yeah. the humour in it, I, I'm much more got. I'm much more appreciated than I did mm. the humour from Rowan to Sherwood. Yeah. This is humour as I'd like to see it in Doctor Who. It's kind of smart, mm. clever humour, witty, uh, not panto. Well, <laughs> yes. okay, if we're going to start uh, picking it comparing it to old episodes I liked it because it actually had a plot a villain <laughs> uh, and an ongoing adventure and flowed smoothly and character development yes mm. definitely character development yeah. honestly you can tell that Gareth Roberts is a, a fan of the old school because he just wrote the episode so very well mm. it was proper old Doctor Who mm. and yeah he tends to do well he did The Lodger mm. too which yeah. is another mm. one of my favourites no, I, mean, I would say a very good three-way, uh, three-person sort of three-way episode because, I mean, it almost seems like the Doctor is vetting, you know, sort of Mr. Pink as her boyfriend, you know, like yeah. any any father would. Yeah. Good threesome. Mm. Love it. <laughs> which takes us on to Kill the Moon, which, in my opinion, was the biggest load of dross. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it looked beautiful. Absolutely. I thought the the setting was wonderful. I thought the actors were absolutely fine, although Blondie Mook grumpy face was a bit mono, mono, Marty, you know, monotone. Yeah. yeah. But the whole, the moon is an egg, it's, <laughs> let's just steal something out of someone's fan fiction really? and run with it. And then for the dragony thing to lay an egg exactly Instantly. where mm. the moon yeah. was before. See, I, I just... <laughs> the same. Was it, was it just got a different point in the sky. No, it wasn't. Well, it makes sense for it to be the same place. Yeah. They'd be... They'd be no, stuck it, in it had flown. You'd seen it. You'd seen it fly away. Would it? And then a couple of minutes later, after talky talky talky, there it was in exactly the same place. I uh, got it was, my, it, oh, it was tot. Got my head around the moon being an egg thing that's about to hatch. Mm, but yeah. would it have laid an egg immediately after being born? Oh, some um, tribbles. some in some insects and tri- and tribbles are born pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> I can understand that they're relatively small things with shorter lifespans. Yeah, not but huge planetoid size. Thing. Yes, that's so. There's another reason it was tot. Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> the egg it laid seemed to have exactly the same Crate. impact craters yeah. as. Well, that, were they impact craters? Like a fingerprint. Perhaps it's just the pattern. They're the impact shape. craters. You, saw, you, saw, you know, duck eggs. They're impact have, craters. Yeah, they're mottled. Yeah. Mm. So, so this was the episode that was filmed in Lanzarote. <laughs> it was. Yes. Lanzarote. And I think, I think visually, it, it was it, yeah, stunning. Yeah. It, was it was really good. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. Mm. Considering yeah. when you That's see. Them, Considering when you see them film it mm. with this lush blue sky, yeah, and, and, oh yeah, know, very good and then gradient. You don't particularly like uh, spiders, Karen. What did you think Microbes. of the? Oh, I thought I thought they were they were excellent, mm, very nice, very creepy. I'm hoping oh yeah, that my boyfriend got freaked out as well. I haven't yeah. spoken about it. It was the um <laughs> the this sort of the, the coloured bits on them. Glow, yeah, they yeah. were very creepy and they moved wonderfully well. Yeah, it had teeth as well. I did. Yeah. And if you watch the um Doctor Who extra after, they're not quite so threatening when they're being held by a stagehand who just throws them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like stage they're a bit rubbery with the bats. Capaldi was quite happy. He his first rubber monster. Talking of which, I thought Capaldi's speech at the end was very good after the, the dragon thing had been born. Oh, I yeah, th- I thought he, that he, was he nice. delivered yeah. that very well. You don't well. often get a Capaldi speech, no. it's usually no. insults. Didn't agree with him, not sure what I thought of him buggering off and um, trusting Clara to make the right decision. Yeah. Could have backfired yeah. quite dramatically. Yeah, it's quite spectacular, yeah. It, it's not... It's, 
how can I put it? It's not necessarily the first time he's sort of dumped her and done a runner. No, it's not. What would have happened, though, if she'd just run in after him with Courtney? Mm. If they'd all run into the TARDIS and she just refused He'd to do it? He'd have pushed them out. <laughs> yeah. One thing I was pleased to see, they didn't try and twee it up. If um, we got a message saying, look, um, if you turn your lights off, we'll blow this up because we're all in danger, we're all going to die, we'd all turn our bloody lights off. Yeah. I thought mm. you were just going to have, like, half the half the planet, probably the UK and America, leave their lights on because, oh, aren't we all wonderful? Yeah. And everyone yeah. else turns them off. No, sod it. That's going to kill us. We'd, we'll get it well, first. Well, who turned the lights off, though? Well... People, there's this mm. see that switch on the wall over there. <laughs> this but, one. But was it the people or was it the go. government who just turned it yeah. off? It was a general broadcast to the planet Earth. I, I suspect it wasn't quite as democratic as Clara thought it was. Yeah. Yeah. Also, what about Still, the people on the day side of the planet? We're just going to assume. Well, yeah. we just assumed mm. that they wanted to die, so we declare <laughs> yeah. war on them. Yeah. Yeah. It's still be a 50 50 decision. From a sample point of view, a third or whatever of the world is pretty good. Yeah, Pretty good yeah. sample size. <laughs> given that everybody's in turn their lights off. Yeah. <laughs> and what about the people who were asleep and had exactly. accidentally left their lights on? Exactly. Night lights. Mm. Yeah, what what about glowworms? Yeah, yeah. I wish I was a glowworm. Do you? <laughs> a glow we can, we can discuss this later. It's hard to be <laughs> depressed. When the sun shines out, you're bum. <laughs> yeah. Ta-da! Yeah. No, um, one thing I did like was um, the fact that the whole space race has been discontinued due to lack of interest. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, it's going that way, yeah, it went that way for quite a while, didn't it? Yeah, because... The it, Mars rovers, the latest mm. thing... Well, manned exploration has stopped. Yeah, completely. Oh, it's in the 70s, really. And yeah. it, mm-hmm. it also fitted into Seas of Death, the, the Patrick Trouton story, yeah. where they decided the to abandon... yeah. Abandon mm. rockets for TMAC because they could just transmat around the planet and to the moon anyway. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and just also, a... does it fit in with Waters of Mars with their first voyage out there? I can't remember when that was said. Mm. It's just that they're using a second-hand shuttle that obviously yeah. wasn't in prime working condition. <laughs> the fact that it didn't blow up when well, it landed, yeah. or if you can call that mm. a landing. Yeah, and the fact that the crew was literally one... One astronaut and two accountants. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They were pretty rubbish, those red shirts. Mm, yeah. 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 <laughs> Tony Asoba was in Dempsey and Makepeace. He was. He, God, he was hunky. <laughs> was. He, he, paid, he paid a poli- play, played a police officer and he had thick, black, curly hair. Oh, no, he's got God, thick, he was, white curly He has, he has. <laughs> Did you say he was in Doctor Who as well? He's what? been in he's three Mervelan, different episodes Oh, Mervellan, of course. He was in Dragonfire. He played Kane's right hand man oh yeah. yes and i liked the fact that um mexico have made it to the moon they yeah, wish they, they hadn't now but they made it poncho sitting in the control room did they yeah and a sombrero yeah i wonder if this is making up for the top gig no i think it's making it worse well that's argentine argentina but no no they offended mexico last series quite a little while back yeah everybody well, oh yeah, yeah. Jeremy Clarkson offends everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like I didn't hate the episode as much as everybody else. No, I, I, I didn't mind it. I, it's okay, it was, it's wasn't not, great, wasn't terrible. Yeah, it's not one of the best. It was the science, and it, it was, was a absolutely. Gap, it was a gap. Yeah, yeah, it was, those are plot yeah. holes, but it looked mm. really nice. It, it, Karen it's one of the ones it up, we, really. Again, which I think was your mistake. You don't examine it too closely. Just go well, with the He flow. shouldn't have to say that, though. <laughs> no. The best yeah. Doctor Who stand up to scrutiny. Exactly. Mm. And the second he said... I know he... What, when, like, when he said the moon's an egg, they they all looked like, what the f***? 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. I, 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 well, you can bleep yourself. I can. She often does. It's quite terrible. Hey. Video didn't happen. I loved the expression on Capaldi's face where he said it was an egg. It was just the way he said it. It was, yeah, it was quite excited. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing about the mash. Where did they get the mash from? Yeah. Why does it su- Yeah. Why does it suddenly? I know babies grow quite a lot but towards they the do end. Get food. But food. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Amniotic fluid. That doesn't change. No. If anything, the amniotic fluid reduces as the baby gets bigger. Yeah. yeah. Eggs actually get lighter as the. Uh, yeah. yeah. As the, the chick, because yeah. all the goodness is gone. Yeah. One thing I did like was that um, Courtney. Maybe a a bit of a brat, but yeah. she really, you know, all she could see was it was a baby, and you yeah. don't kill a baby. Uh, and she one, respects Clara. Two, two little, three little beautiful tips to the past. Yeah. When I say run, run. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. The yo-yo. Yes. Yeah, that was okay. cool. <laughs> and also one of the DVDs on the side. But hold on to something, because it might leave without you. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, link. Yes, very good. <laughs> but another yeah. thing that showed that this was tot tilly tot she's going to the moon... Why has she got some bug spray in her rucksack? Why has no, she got her rucksack? That, 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 to no, clean up when she was sick. That, that, was, before, uh, that right. was before she was going to the moon. I did ask the same question. No, yeah, that, that yeah, was I just happened to have bug spray mm. in my rucksack. Yeah, it's cleaner. It, it's, it's just general uh, disinfectant. Yeah. Yeah, Although I liked the way they um, sort of noted that it wouldn't work in a vacuum. Yes. Yeah, because that, that's also taken directly from Moonbase, yeah. where they, they make a poly cocktail and decide it won't work. It's all with nail varnish room and everything, and mm. it won't work in a vacuum, so they just mm. chuck it at the side one, of me. One, que- <laughs> one question I must raise, I mean, okay. I mean, what was the year it was uh, supposed to be? 2049. 2049. 2049. Yeah. So, depending on when this, this egg was laid... 100 million years ago, apparently. Mm. Allegedly, yeah. Yeah, but there again, sort of, how long... Why has it taken so long to sort of gain that much mass in sort of in the next 30 years because it is last last trimester the baby suddenly puts on a lot of weight i'm not sure that's true (laughs) for humans for humans humans, yeah Yeah. but not for giants or space flying dragons this is another reason the tot word has been used (laughs) um there is one thing i am slightly curious about knowing moffat it will probably be picked up again later yeah, <laughs> probably two years later. Down to Mr. Grumpy Pants. But anyway, um, why did it suddenly go light when Courtney was trapped in the room by herself? Yeah, she suddenly lost mm. gravity. Only her. Yeah. The others yeah, didn't. Only seem her. To. Yeah. yeah, and, and she said, suddenly... she said, "Why did I fly?" Yeah, mm. and the yeah. doctor and said, said something, something about, about the mass unstable shifting. mass. Yeah. But yeah. that would have it wouldn't have affected such a small area. It was only a few meters square. Yeah, no, they should have all. Anyway. But yeah, that doesn't make any sense either. Again, looks so that good. goes under Made the top nice, column. Nice bit with the yo-yo, though, for her to grab hold mm. of and, and get pulled down. Yes. Nice, yes. Again, nice use of the yo-yo. Yeah, mm. yeah they, they yeah. were clearly going for a visual effect rather than any yeah. scientific rigour yeah. at all. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it, I, I didn't, don't even like the idea about the moon being 100 million years old. Apparently that, that somehow ties in with uh, the moon appearing and the Silurians yeah. being yes. affected. Yes. But find the doctors to create their, their own science, but don't contradict reality. Yeah, I was going to say, the moon is... God, we, well, we, saw quite, that, we saw that documentary, yeah, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, Do we need the moon? It's about yes. four billion years old. Something like that. It yeah. holds the Earth itself. Because mm, it, yeah. it collided. Yeah. Boom, yeah, boom, yeah. Boom. It goes back a long, long way, before life. And in answer to my question, oh, yeah. Waters of Mars was 2059. Uh-huh. Oh, right, uh-huh. okay. Ten years later. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Oh, we could, we could still be... Well, I could still be... Well, he maybe we could still be alive then. Maybe. You'd, you'd You'll see really how you feel old. at the time. Mm. I will. No, I'll, I'll decide later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, snowman with fingers. Oh. Yeah. And also, if they did 
explode those hundred nukes, mm-hmm. that wouldn't actually reduce the mass at no. all. So yes. what would that have solved? Yeah. Nothing at all, because I think one of them said down. all the bits would have just flown into the planet yeah. anyway. Yeah. 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 Or at the very least it would just reform back eventually mm. back into another, another globe. Or it could have done a Space 1999. That wouldn't be nearly enough. Uh, to make it fly off. Don't listen to him bringing science into things. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. The only realistic option was to let it be born if you wanted to reduce the mass. Yeah. Let it fly off. But they were all convinced that egg as shell. the egg cracked, the Earth would be battered by giant meteors. Eggshells. Yeah, but egg as shells, he yes. said, eggshells, very mm-hmm. thin. And and what about the bacteria? Would that have travelled down as well in great big lumps of the planet? Well, presumably they, the they all died. Not... This is what mm. the Daily Mail are predicting with their right. spiders. Oh, the spider oh, the giant, giant Ebola-carrying yeah. spiders, yeah. Yeah, yeah. a single-celled life form that complex, that big... Mm, no, no. no. Um, I mean, I was half expecting when the moon actually sort of broke up, the greater tune would come out of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so basically, kill the moon, visually stunning, yep. plot-wise, mm. tot. <laughs> I liked what they were trying to do. It gave that sort of alien vibe. Yep. I, yeah. I, I liked what they were trying to do, and I liked the fact that they tried to include a plot twist. Absolutely nobody saw coming. Yeah. <laughs> True, so you got to admit, it. even the dogs. Mm. Yeah, but it was a stupid. They tried. You've got to give them credit for trying. Yeah. I think, think the best bit was really Clara having a go at the doctor at the end for leaving. Oh, that her. that that is a completely different level. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I just don't get it. What is her major malfunction? What is she going she on? Kn- about? <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is this is all this is all in the same column as her not understanding about regeneration. She knows what the life's like. She knows that he's an alien, etc., etc., etc. If I wanted to watch EastEnders on a Saturday evening, I'd go over to iPlayer. We don't don't need all these storming-off dramas. Oh, what speaking of if? EastEnders... No! Oh, blimey. Oh. No! Turn the microphones yeah, off. Yeah. Alfie Burn in the house down as well. I know. Oh, mm. didn't see that coming. <laughs> I don't mind having a go at the doctor no, and then falling out. Mm. That's yeah. good, but it needs to be a, a real reason for it. Mm. And it seemed contrived beyond belief. Well, <laughs> can um, I say something really sexist and 70s? Go on. It's probably a time of the month. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, to me, it was, an, it was another story of two halves again. I mean, the first half, I mean, very claustrophobic, very alien esque. But once we find out the moon's a giant incubator. <laughs> yeah, because we, we had, we had uh, um, Matt Smith's doctor doing the same with uh, Amy, what didn't we, with the Silurians. On. Left her in charge to negotiate peace between the two yeah. races. Yeah. She was fine with it. But Clara, yeah. I know but, it's a slightly different scale. She wasn't asked to sort of stop a t- hundred nuclear yeah. bombs detonating. <laughs> no, <laughs> she was put in charge. That was, that was a specified um, alternate point where things were in flux and things could come out of it correctly. Um, as the Doctor said in this one, you don't destroy your nest. He knew, despite yeah. what he said, he knew the outcome. He knew that this egg would not destroy the Earth. Right, he, only so? gave, he only gave them half the information. If you know this, you place all the facts down in front of them. I suppose but I can see, yeah, that Clara would be a bit annoyed at that. Yeah, but it's still influencing them, isn't it? It's up to them to make up their own minds. Mm. And in the actual in the event... She actually asked humanity for their vote and then contradicted it and did yeah. her own thing anyway. Yeah. Yeah. She yeah. acted yeah. like the doctor. Typical woman. And yet she's... she's yeah, well, she's done a couple of seasons now, hasn't she? Forcing her into that position. Because you get the point where she tries to shelve the responsibility off to the doctor and he bugs off. Well, she shouldn't 
try to give the doctor responsibility. It's, it's a human problem. Uh, no, come on, that's that's not an answer because every other episode is a human problem, but mm, and but he you, deals. You with always it. expect the doctor to step in yeah. and solve it. I mean, he was thinking to himself, "Oh, bugger this!" I'm well, going this, this wasn't uh, an imminent danger thing. This was a, a, cheer, a clear choice. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, yeah, I don't, you know, he's um, a bit of an arse if he thinks prattling around with a hundred nuclear weapons <laughs> yeah, is um, would have died the way to, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, he may, I'm sure there's a way he could have saved him. He, he, he materialised pretty damn quick, didn't he? Uh, he did. No, I think he was a bit dickish, which is another reason it's in the tot column. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Twelfth Doctor is a bit dickish. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I like him, though. Me too. Yeah, he's wonderful. It's not the he first sent us autographs companion has walked out on him. Martha. Martha. Yeah. Mm. Um, Tegan. 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 Yeah. Adric, pretty spectacularly. <laughs> there's so much Mel, milk out as no explode out. Yeah. Uh, flattened. Yeah. Martha. Uh, yeah, yeah Martha? Victoria. Martha, Mary, Tegan, yeah. Victoria. And... I think those are the only ones. Yeah. Not often, but... Well, even, uh, well, even Barbara. Yeah. Well, they, they, yeah, yeah, I could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Leela, Ian, Barbara. The first option. Oh, yeah. Leela ran up with the first man she found. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Leela touched someone's hand in episode two and was <laughs> lost smitten. She liked it. She was very emotional, <laughs> that Leela. <laughs> and in the um, trailer, which we're not going to talk about except to say Clara wasn't in the trailer, so that was quite clever. Mm. Well, yeah, I'm sure she will be in the. <laughs> the fact that she's filmed the, um, the Christmas one. <laughs> yeah. Well, she, I don't know. All I'm going to say about. Still, still yet to have our companion like Doctor Light episode. I don't know. Some people mm. would argue that the whole series so far has been Doctor Light. Yeah, <laughs> it's I'm been sure. been Clara's uh, adventure. Well, so I think I've pinned down something of, of what I'm having a, <clears throat> a bit of an issue with the new season. Share, mm. share. Sure, sure. It's it's lacking the uh, sort of action adventure running around. Mm. In part, the end of uh, Caretaker, they had a bit of the Eleventh Doctor's "I Am the Doctor" music. Yeah, and then it reminded me we had a lot of that sort of running around, that sort of manic, fun stuff in yeah. in previous. Eras. And Capaldi's not that old. He's perfectly capable of running up and down a few corridors. Yeah. But he's not yeah. as much fun, I suppose. Yeah. It's lacking that. And the old who didn't really have that that much. No. I was just trying to think. Um, yeah, because apart from City of Death, where they did a lot of running through Paris. <laughs> they did a lot of corridor running, but they <laughs> tended to be, I don't know, Reserved about yeah. it, very mm. British about it. Yeah. yeah. Well, now they had the, uh, the, the pumpy music and uh, running around mm. away from being shot and everything like that and we haven't had much of that yeah. no it's mainly Clara and Danny wasn't it in yeah Caretaker this entire season been quite low key in that regard I think it's a bit of a culture shock I don't know why might be what I've come to like that sort of amped manic, up style yeah. mm. oh and I, I like the, uh, the uh, line from the Doctor about uh, things not in, you can't do in the TARDIS uh, no being sick, no, no hanky panky. Yes. <laughs> yeah. One thing is less. No, it's just a it's a JNT. It is. It is a JNT. Amy. Oh no, I think it was just completely aimed at JNTs. Uh, uh, yeah. It works in both both. Yeah. And also, yeah. it's what Capaldi said to Moffat allegedly, isn't it? No yeah. Hanky what, no hanky panky. Yeah, yeah. He didn't want what? there to be any crushes going on there. I, I'm, I'm liking the incidental music this time from Murray Gold. It's not so in your face, and yet it it feels different to everything that's come before it. Mm. It does feel different. Uh, I think I'm beginning to detect this Doctor's action theme. It is yeah. there a bit. I quite like it, but yeah. it is. Yeah, it's the one Much from... Much lower key, lower key than yeah. It's the, the one doctor. from Deep Breath, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. 
Okay, I'd have to rewatch Deep Breath. But watching these two, I heard it in each. Mm. Well, well Courtney, that's what I was going to say. Mm. Courtney, I thought much better in this episode, even though inconsistently written. Okay. <laughs> One moment she's terrified, next moment she's bored. She's a yeah. teenager. <laughs> I don't that's think actually anybody... quite accurate. <laughs> well, terrified for your life, and then oh, now I'm bored. <laughs> I yeah, essentially, I don't yeah. Quite buy that, but she's what 14, 15 years well, old. Depend, depends, on 15, actual, think, yeah. depends on her actual attention span. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If this was construct number one, that would not be the correct construct yeah. number two. Yeah, yeah. I think that yeah. would be about, <laughs> maybe, about maybe. right. <laughs> okay, you've heard what we thought. Please write to us and tell us what you thought. You can contact us at show at staggeringstories.net. You have been writing to us again. You lovely people. Thank you. Thank, thank, you. You. thank you. Thank you. We've heard. Thank you. Thank you. Keith. Oh, thank you. Keith. Thank you. I'm, I'm Keith. thanking them. Keith. Each individual Keith. person. Stop thanking them. There was only two to this. Yeah. Oh, sorry. One of them's thank written you. in twice. Oh, thank you. We've heard from Sandro. <laughs> Hello, Sandro. He says, Hello, staggering podcasters. You know, what a week it has been. Has so it? many podcast recording and planning sessions, especially with Arrow coming back soon and oh, The Flash really? starting up, meaning The Undertaking and Arrow podcast is finally coming back, <laughs> and the typical wacko re- record sessions and live radio shows. Ooh. It feels good to have the next three weeks off, away <laughs> from the computer, television screen, and, oh, crap, I'm going to miss Doctor Who, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to miss Gotham, yep. Shield, Arrow, yeah, Flash, you guys reading out this email. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, here's my thought on listen. Yeah. Sorry, Keith, Jean, and everyone else whose thoughts I'm going to completely and utterly disagree with. Right, that's the end of this uh, piece of information. Let's move on to the next one. Hands on your head. Sit quiet. Fingers on lips. Quiet. (laughs) This episode was great. (laughs) Loved it from start to finish. Didn't mind the barn ending. (laughs) Opens up some new doors for possible stories. You, in the corner. Now. And the pink mystery was quite a bit of fun. <laughs> now that's a name to conjure up, which is. <laughs> I read that wrong. <laughs> I like that, the pink mystery. <laughs> the thing I think I really liked about this episode was just how many genres they managed to pack in spooky stealth aliens, the doctor dealing with his fears, and Clara dealing with her future. Loved how this episode focused on the arc as well. One of my biggest problems with season seven was that each episode was standalone with a very faint arc that was revealed at the end in a very cliche way. Mm-hmm. Really enjoy it when the shows have one full episode to deal with a part of the arc while having an adventure that seems normal. In response to Jean and how she doesn't like that this season is more about Clara than the Doctor, sorry, but this is my favourite part. Honestly, I have no idea why. Maybe I just want more Jenna. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know, but really enjoying how it's set up. I do sometimes find it annoying when they do this, especially in Tenant's era, but it just seems to work here for me. On to Time Heist. Yep. First time around, I really didn't like it much. I'm a huge fan of heist films, but the final 10 to 15 minutes didn't sit right. Felt like a knockoff of Hyde with how it turned out to be a lovely love story Mm. about two blue aliens who read minds and have weird eye hand things. And walk up into the sunset. (laughs) Second time around, though, knowing what will happen, I was quite surprised. Enjoyed it much more and the ending only made me laugh. Not in a good way, once. (laughs) (laughs) Looking past that end part, really enjoyed it. The other two characters were really quite good as well. Really hope they come back. Anyway, that's it for now. We'll probably send a second email later on with my thoughts on the other two episodes. Ooh. Sandro. Thank you, Sandro. Bated breath. Do you know who else is waiting with bated breath? Who? Hmm? Him. Oh, my Him. God! Him. 
glaring at us in a non-malevolent uh, way. No, you should. Creepy <laughs> smile on his face. Yeah, yeah bastard. <laughs> <laughs> After three. One, two, three. Hello, Hello head of Pertwee. I'm not saying hello to any of the others. No. They know why. Oh, <laughs> he's looking rather distracted, actually. He, I think he's staring at Adam's Adam. monitor. Yeah. Oh, it could be, yeah. Uh, what have you got on the monitor? Don't ask. Just some photos. Oh, Gillen. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yes. We have one here from Catherine, a.k.a. Hello. Dragon Maker. Hello, Hello. Catherine, Catherine, a.k.a. Dragon Maker. She says, greeting staggerers and the head of Pertwee from the 16th century. Oh, Ooh. someone's at a renaissance mm. fair. Could be. I have just about caught up with both your wonderful podcast and Doctor Who, and I wanted to share my thoughts so far. Deep Breath was amazing. Yes. Was it uneven? Yes. Yes, a bit. Disjointed? Yes, Yes, a bit. bit. Should Matt Smith have had that cameo? No. Probably not, but I loved it. The half-faced man was creeptastic. It's not way to speak of Matt Smith. (laughs) (laughs) On the subject of Clara's reaction to the regeneration, yes, she's seen all of the Doctor's faces, but has she ever seen a regeneration? She saw his older faces, and how was she to know how long he'd had in your face before it aged? Mm. How much out of all of these lives she lived? Can she possibly remember now? None, that's probably, but she did meet all the other doctors in the fissure itself. Knowing about regeneration is one thing, seeing it is another. I understand the steps to throwing a pot on a potter's wheel, but actually doing it is something else entirely. (laughs) <laughs> in Day of the Doctor, Clara told the Doctor, I know you said you blew them all up, but I'll never picture you doing it. Knowing and seeing, doing are different. Mm, maybe. Into the Dalek was great. Loved the introduction to Danny Pink. As wonderful <laughs> as Peter Capaldi was in Deep Breath, halfway through his episode I was cheering him as the Doctor. I loved his performance that, performance that much. Mm. Are you out of your mind? No, I'm inside a Dalek. On the Doctor and Soldiers. Why shouldn't he have issues with them at some point in his life? He was one in the Time War for a very long time, despite his long-time pacifistic leanings. I say mm. lifelong, but someone would surely bring it up that caveman he was going, to, that caveman he was going to brain in the beginning. <laughs> it's a bit of murder, wasn't it? A soldier thing. <laughs> that gives him a different pr- uh, perspective than he had back when he worked with the Brigadier and Unit. Mm. and his reminder of his part in the Time War during the Day of the Doctor surely plays a part in shaping his mindset now. Yeah, he he wasn't just a soldier, though, was he? Mm. He wasn't taking orders, I'm sure. Robot of Sherwood was okay. (laughs) Not nearly as bad as I've heard people complain. Have they not seen Daleks in Manhattan? (laughs) That is worse. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh, bone of contention coming up. (laughs) I thought Listen was amazing. All the votes going here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm surprised none of the many podcasters I listened to picked up on the arc tie-in. Mm-hmm. It was subtle, but a friend of mine spotted the robot toys in young Rupert Pink's room. That's a link as far as I'm concerned. Such <laughs> <laughs> so stretching sound going on here. <laughs> Time Heist was another fun romp. Heist movies don't do a lot for me, so I was just along for the ride on this one. The Caretaker. I've only seen it once and want another viewing. The Danny Clara dynamic interests me, and I very much want to see more of them together. Before I close, I wanted to give a few details about the Renaissance Festival, oh, yeah. where I've been for the last several weeks. You guys actually have the history we have to play at it (laughs) it's smelly in real life Mm, yeah the cast is reenacting events in the reign of king henry the eighth 1521 so we're still on his first wife (laughs) catherine of aragon we merchants are selling our usually handmade wares the taverns are selling beer good and a great many patrons have decided that ren fair is in fact the place to cosplay attending in period costume is traditional 
Personally, in 25 years, I have never been to a festival in street clothes. <laughs> but, people, but now people are going, turning up as superheroes in steampunk, as fairies, or sometimes as anime characters. It's a bit weird. <laughs> I've even seen several doctors. The 11th is the easiest to spot in his fez, walking around. <laughs> they missed a point, haven't they? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be a sort of set period in time. Shouldn't you be going as winches and knights mm. and knaves? I, I, I think you could go possibly... Get away with the Doctor character. Yeah, I suppose so. travel around a bit. Yeah. yeah. One day a man walked into my shop in an elaborate steampunk costume. I looked at him and, him and said, Well, your time machine must be off. He laughed and replied, Something like that. His friend, dressed as a Viking, chimed in with, He stopped by in Norway and picked me up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Was this a type 40, I asked. They're notoriously unreliable. <laughs> I think that broke his brain. He was not expecting a Doctor Who joke at Renfair. I love my life. <laughs> Sorry for the long email. I'll try to be more concise in future. Catherine, a.k.a. Dragon Maker. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you Catherine. Catherine. Thank you. We've got another one from Sandro. Hello, Sandro. Again. Again. Hello, staggering podcast team. Again. For a second time. Hello. 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 First up. The Caretaker. Oh, oh, yeah. Absolutely love this episode. Yeah. Sure, it was cliched. <laughs> it gave humans a bad name, in my eyes, of the Doctor anyway. But the lines were clever and witty, and the story was really well executed. And every episode of Doctor Who, when there's a killer robot on the loose, has to be great, right? Didn't quite like the snobby kid acting. Never Ooh. suits well in Moffat's style of Who. But I guess this episode did take place in a school, so I can excuse it. One fun theory my friend came up with... So if the only people that show up in The Promised Land are the ones who died for or saving the Doctor, why did the policeman show up? What if the reason was the killer robot is on Earth because the Doctor? Maybe he brought it here. No real evidence backing that statement up, but I'm sure someone will come up with something. I think we did earlier. Yeah. I think we did. I think we, we covered it. Anyway, on to Kill the Moon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it should be interesting. <laughs> yep. What the hell did I just... Yes, <laughs> what the hell was Peter Harness thinking when he wrote this? What the hell was Moffat thinking when he hired Pete to write this? Okay. Yeah, it was tot, wasn't it? It was. <laughs> uh, starting from the start, whenever a kid gets a free ride on the TARDIS, it's bad news. <laughs> Nightmare in Silver was the last time this happened. <laughs> Don't mind the episode, but those kids were really annoying. This they time were. was no different. Well, she wasn't as bad as those two. Definitely not. And there was two of them last time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Then we saw spiders on the moon. <laughs> okay, I can work with that. <laughs> but the moon is breaking apart. Mm. Oh, it's Doctor Who. They'll find a way to fix it. Wait, the moon is an egg? <laughs> <laughs> My initial reaction was, what the F? <laughs> But I can't say that on a podcast. Unless you're faking. I did. Quite <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> But Karen will say it for you. Aside from the ending, this has to be my least favourite episode so far. Yes. The ending was great. Clara leaves the Doctor and all that. Beautifully written, directed and acted. Shame about the plot. <laughs> and that's it from me. Probably won't hear you read this, but still, keep it up. Great podcast and hope you're all here and hope to hear you all soon. Sandra. Words, words are you. hard for you at the moment, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> it, it's the, the focusing, but I have got new glasses on the oh. way. Ah. Thank you, Sandra. You Thank were, you, of Sandra. course, <laughs> totally accurate in everything you said about Kill the Moon. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, I, I, I think I have to take that to task. Oh, after we... your rant about listen, you're not allowed yeah. to say anything. No, no, no. Really that's listen. what I mean. After his first letter saying, or first contact saying that uh, listen was fantastic. Listen we, was wonderful. It's a shame to, I wasn't here. Yeah. about his perceptions. No, look, Sandro's 
On the ball. You, you yeah. had your chance to cool about this, and it's not my fault you were sick. <laughs> was actually, you made me eat that thing. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, oh, oh. No, no not that it. thing. And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. But never fear, in the next one there'll be more of the same. More fun frivolity and jollity, more news and reviews, more who old and new. So until that boisterous bunch of beatitudes comes billowing down upon us, this is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast, series one, number 195, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Fake Keith, The Real Keith Dunn, and Scott Fuller. The views expressed here are those of the speaker and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers or the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this has been a Fake Keith production for www.staggeringstories.net. I can be louder. Gene. <laughs> <laughs> you thought that's what you'd be most quietest. Are, are you listening, Gene? Well, Gene, you snore. <laughs> you do is sew a ping pong ball into the back of her pajamas. Back of her pajamas. Why? Oh, pajamas. <laughs> Why in the back of her pajamas? So when she rolls over. It sticks in her bottom. Well, I don't know if she might enjoy that. Oh, the back of her neck. Yeah, oh, well, oh, or in the small of the back. Oh. Well, I think she had a cold. And even though Maggie appeared in two finals... I was trying to think of a sort of... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson! What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> she played Samuel L. Jackson. No, 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 no. Come to me. <laughs> what? Shirley. Eh? Hey? Shirley is a team. Played by Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> that was impressive. Just, I, I never recognised him so at all. racist! <laughs> <laughs> She because had more she's, hair than him. Then. <laughs> she's lost some height. No, <laughs> sort of Shirley, Shirley always reminded me of a female Samuel L. Jackson. It's so sad, isn't it? <laughs> Hang on. You should have said that about five minutes ago, Kate. <laughs> yeah, this is Evelyn's moment. <laughs> oh, we might get the bloody news finished before tonight at the end. <laughs> it may sound strange, but I actually sort of found myself cheering on Dracula.